0: Welcome to The Ride. Life, Work, and Wealth Podcast with your host, Chris DeRoe. Chris, many years ago, was both a firefighter and a paramedic and witnessed many people not getting another tomorrow, and it shaped who he is now as a financial strategist. Chris doesn't just help people plan for a secure tomorrow, he helps them plan for a better today. Chris lives in Burlington, Ontario, and is an investment advisor at Green Private Wealth a trade name of Harborfront Wealth Management an IROC dealer. Let's get to it. Who hasn't bought that lottery ticket, hoping it's the winner in the big one? But what if it really happened? What would you do? The same goes for any kind of windfall, including an inheritance or a gift. Chris Duro has some information that could come in handy. Chris? Thanks, Patrice. Yeah, so I thought I would do one
1: on windfalls and a lot of times people as soon as you say that they're like okay lottery tickets but we're going to talk about inheritances which is kind of the more common ones and a couple other things so occasionally hopefully more than not fate smiles upon us and financially we're the recipient of a big windfall and a large unexpected sum of money that lands in your lap from nowhere that's obviously the ideal as i just mentioned a windfall can be a lifeline to a short-term financial relief or a stepping stone to long-term financial stability just just depends on when you get it and the amount. But because of our inherited money mindsets, we may not make the best use of that surprise cash. And that's why I want to go over some tips today to help people make informed decisions on if this does ever happen to you. So fiction is filled with all these stories we've heard of long lost relatives leaving distant relatives they've never heard of uh, with large inheritances from the corners of the world. Uh, What's that movie, Mr. Deeds? Yeah, with Adam Sandler. Basically, the long lost uncle leaves all kinds of money and he doesn't even know him. So that does not, we have had that happen to clients, but it does not happen. Sadly, or it does not happen very often, I should say. Sadly, the majority of times these sums, they come because the loss of someone near and dear to us. And there's also other times where maybe an individual gets it from cash gifts from older parents. They choose to leave money now as compared to death. I don't know, Patrice, have you ever heard the saying, better to leave cash with a warm hand than a cold one?
0: No, but I like it. So
1: basically what it is, is if if parents have adult children and they have a good amount of wealth that they realize they're never going to spend, it's potentially better to give it as you're alive with a warm hand than on death with a cold hand because there's potentially much less tax to pay. And more importantly, you can see the family enjoy it, especially if they're struggling or help them out. So we've done other podcasts on this topic. But what I will mention, if someone is even thinking of this, and now Patrice, we're actually seeing this a heck of a lot more because it's just the, the times. Houses, everything costs significantly more. And you have retirees that are like, well, I know we're not going to spend all of this. I'd rather give some to help them out now. And that's totally fine. Like I said, we've seen a significant rise in that. However, absolutely a financial plan needs to be put in place. If you want to give money to your adult children uh, now as compared to later on in life, because the last thing you want to do is give them that amount of money and then paint yourself into a corner and, Now, not have enough for yourself years, decades down the road. So what we do is we go through a process with this because many times, like we've had this happen quite a bit where we help clients decide this is because many times in a marriage, we'll have one spouse that wants to give away way more than the other uh, to the adult children. And we have to, and that can cause arguments, uh, significant arguments, So what we have to do is make sure that the retired couple understands what they actually can give away. And that's why we have quite an extensive plan on that to show them. And then that's where we go back and forth and play with the amounts. So at least that they can be realistic in the amount they give. And I can tell them, here's the amount you can do, no problem. And they can figure out how much to go from there. It's of course, parents, a lot of times they want to give a lot, which is great, but you got to make sure that. Like what good is it you give it to them and then years down the road, now you're completely struggling and they feel bad. They want to help you out. They can't, you can see where that, that whole mess goes. So anyways, back to what you need to know. So the inheritance is the most common and say the deceased has been generous enough to leave that to you and give you some of their wealth, sometimes large, sometimes small. And they believe that you should be the recipient and guardian of this wealth that they've given you. So There should be certain steps to make sure you kind of safeguard this. And we'll go through some tips on that today. I'll talk about a couple different buckets. You can put it in regards. There was a study done uh, by the Journal of Family and Economic Issues. Relative about a year after COVID. And the study found that it was basically studying because you had. A a time in history where all of a sudden you're getting a bunch of people were getting stimulus checks. So, of course, the financial gurus kept stats and all that to see what was the result of that. And the study found that emotions tied to money, it can dictate whether you decide to spend or save a windfall, even in these crisis type environments. Because you'd think, well, a crisis environment, just everyone's going to automatically save it. Nope, that's not the case. Basically, what came from the research was that people who received the stimulus checks that were sound financially before the check, well, obviously they saved and invested it more than the people that were not. So it you'd think that maybe the people that were really in big trouble, well, they would definitely save it. And the ones that were financially sound would more be like, oh, we're good. We'll just, you live once, let's spend it more. It was actually the opposite. So it's important just to take that into consideration. And we'll go through some tips today to try and help steer you away from that. So the first thing you get the windfall, regardless of where it comes from, park it Park it and take a deep breath. This is the best advice I can give when someone's receiving an unexpected or even an expected lump sum of capital in the form of cash is do nothing initially or close to nothing. At least there's a certain level of excitement, like a kid in a candy store when that big check arrives and it's a mistaken belief that that sum feels larger than it really is. So I've had this with one, one of the lottery winners that we've had, uh, three lottery winners as clients And I had this with one where he had won, this is many years ago, a good sum of money. The check all at once was, and the individual wasn't necessarily the best with money. And he would admit that. And um, he had the check and he was just big ideas. And it was a big amount in front of him because he was holding the check, but he was 40 years of age. Well, average life expectancy today is around for a male in Canada is around 82 years, 82 years old. So now you spread that money over 40 years, that doesn't start to look so big. However, this individual was smart and listened to us and we took literally half of it and put it aside for his retirement income in, in various vehicles and figured out his retirement plan, lifestyle he wanted, all this stuff. And when he was going to retire, because it obviously was now earlier winning this significant lump sum. And the other half, he was able to, it was his play money. I was like, okay, you've done the responsible thing. We've got cash flow secured for you and your spouse. These are the plans you want in retirement. Everything was mapped out. Uh, We had uh, an emergency bucket just because obviously financial plans are great, but they can change because life changes. And then the rest was his play money. And then from there, he decided to do a few things and it worked out very well. And the good thing is I can tell you it worked out very well because that was over 15 years ago since we started working together and over those years, he's just mentioned multiple, multiple times how happy he was that he just didn't listen to family or anyone initially. He took the money came to me. We had many conversations and, uh, he was able to digest the amount and his thought process on what he was going to spend. It changed quite a bit in the first 60 days compared to when he got the check. I remember. So, Anyways, so usually it's best to deposit the funds into a liquid low-risk investment, even if it's temporary. I've got several options available to accommodate this short-term need. And right now, these options, they're actually paying decent interest rates compared to previous years. There was very, very little, just simply due to the interest rate environment. Now, the point of doing this is because it's a large amount of money. You, Yes, you want to digest and you want to park it, but you also don't want that large sum of money just sitting there for two, three, six months doing nothing while you're figuring everything else out until the dust settles. So you want to be making something off it for sure, especially in this interest rate environment that's available to us. As basically as the recipient of a life gift is what I'm going to call it. Start the process of receiving it by saving it is what I'm getting down to with this. It's wisest to continue to live as if the funds had not even been given to you while you determine how you should be done with them. Just keep going on every day at at first not changing things significant like the funds don't even exist until you get a plan put in place you've likely already been doing that since if it's coming from an inheritance takes time a terminal return needs to be filed with CRA and then eventually a clearance certificate will be issued by CRA so with inheritances you can get the idea of how much is coming of course you always have to really wait until that lands in your bank account because sometimes the time can be a lot longer than you think, and you don't know the exact amount until all the debts, taxes, everything's paid on the terminal return, and you can and you see actually what you get after that. Uh, so I've made, I've had, I've seen some individuals. They're told, okay, we're going to approximately get this. They start making big decisions. It gets delayed significantly. Other issues come up, and now it was a heck of a lot longer than they anticipated in getting the money. And it's not the, the amount they had thought they would get. So important to just make sure that you keep living the way that you are. Don't make any massive decisions until that money lands in your bank account and the estate is cleared and everything else. Okay, so besides parking and digesting it, next thing you're going to do is get your finance organized. You're going to want to get everything laid out in front of you. If you haven't already done this, look at your financial situation before you receive the windfall. And how did that look? What were your priorities and goals then? Were you paying off debt? Were you saving for an emergency fund, saving for a down payment? These are all the questions that you're going to want to be asking yourself. And you really have to figure out your cash flow. So you want to know what's money in, money out, debts, everything. All that just basically ignoring the windfall initially to have that mapped out. Next is... I just went through my little story there of my individual that won uh, one of the individuals that we deal with that won the lottery. You, you got to get professional help. So, okay. So your finances are organized, summarized. Now you got to talk to a professional to help guide you and educate you to make sure you're making informed decisions on this lump sum of money. Usually when our clients receive a windfall of money, it's the first time for them in their life. It, this has happened. However, for us, well, I've dealt with it numerous, numerous times. Um, we go through this many times in a year because we have a lot of clients getting inheritances. So it's the first time for the individual receiving it, but we've gone through it many, many times. And because of that, we can help you avoid mistakes that we've seen others do. So that's where it's really important to get the professional help. Now I mentioned buckets and where you can put this. So let me start talking about a couple of those buckets. First bucket, paying down bad debt uh maybe and may also maybe even paying down good debt but absolutely paying down the bad debt so good debt is basically when you've money to buy an asset that will grow in value like an investment property a business or even your home bad debt is debt on personal consumption things such as like your credit cards or racked up car loans or even lines of credits so the very least you want to pay down the bad debt since paying it down provides you a guaranteed rate of return equal to the cost of your interest. So the example on that is, say you have a credit card of 21% interest and you've paid that off, well, you just gave yourself a 21% rate of return. Uh, So very, very important to be paying down the debt with a windfall for sure. And you'll need to look at all the different types of debts to seeing maybe there's not enough to cover them all. So you got to look at, well, which ones benefit to pay off now more than others, If it's large enough enough to pay everything down, then great. But sometimes that's not not the case and you're going to need a plan on which debts to pay down and everything else. Bucket number two, so investing. Ooh, that's no fun. (laughs) People may think that I don't want to just invest it. Well, I find investing fun. It's definitely a portion of the windfall that should go to this bucket since it gives you an opportunity to top up these investment vehicles that can really benefit you down the road with like, Tax deferral, grants from the government. For example, like maxing out your RSP if you still have the room, because maybe you're behind on your retirement savings or uh, tax free savings accounts, maxing those out, very good idea because that money is going to grow completely tax free for you. So that's important to do long term. And if you have kids or grandkids, well, maxing out the RESPs, the education funds, or the RDSPs, if one of the kids or grandkids gets a disability tax credit and is eligible for an RDSP, you get grants from the government for both. So why not take that dollar and bounce around a couple of times because you now have the funds to be able to take advantage of some of these programs. And that's why it's important to make sure that there's definitely some money allocated for that because it will just help you long-term. And uh, yeah, you just like I said, it's just really good that you top these up and take advantage of those vehicles that's applicable to your situation, aligned with your goals at that time. Bucket three, giving it away. So I touched on that at the beginning of the podcast about how some parents want to share the wealth with their kids and see them enjoy it and take the stress off them if they're having a hard time making ends meet. And I mentioned this is this is a great this is a great option if there's a, a sum that's large enough for you to be able to do this. And like I said, we've seen many clients do this, and they are very very proud and happy to do this because when we meet with them after they've done it, a lot of the times they're glowing. They're just so happy that they could help their kids out at this stage. However, I'm going to mention again, absolutely have to have a plan put in place. You don't want to just guess on that amount. Now the other part about giving away maybe. Is that maybe you want to donate some to a charity or cause you feel strongly about? We've had that, and as well, if you have more money now due to the windfall, you most likely will eventually have to pay more tax if you've invested in it. And by making donations, not only does it help cause you believe and like help you support a cause you believe in but it can also provide you tax savings through donation credits. So there's a win-win there. I'll mention that like in Canada, some of the windfalls are non-taxable sources of income or lottery winnings, cash gifts. If you're, if you're over the age 18, inheritances, proceeds from life insurance policies, and many comp, um, many of the, com- many of uh compensation from personal injuries. So I'm not talking about initial tax here since, a lot of the sources I just mentioned are initially tax free. I'm talking about if you have more money that you've gotten from a windfall, most likely you're going to have more potential tax to pay down the road, depending on what you do with it. So that's where we're talking about the donations, which number one is supporting cause, feeling good about that. But then at the same time, it helps you tax. Okay. Bucket number four is the fun bucket. That's the splurge a bit. So I do agree that obviously saving a bit of windfall money to spend on yourself is important. Now, of course, provide your retirement savings are under control, and you've gotten rid of the bad debt. Like those are essential, but you do have to play a little bit with with it, of course, because if you don't, you're like you're going to feel like you really kind of deprived yourself on this. So that part actually is important to spend some on yourself. Of course, the plan that you have put in place will dictate what that looks like, but yeah, I definitely agree that some of this should be spent on uh, up, up for you and your family. And you don't want to end up just resenting the money or your choices, but you do want to be happy and confident decisions with regards to it and accelerating you and your family's goals. Uh, So Patrice, that's the buckets. And now I'm just going to touch on uh, one thing too, I'll mention is updating your estate plan. So after a significant increase in net worth resulting from a windfall, you should meet with your attorney and update your estate plan because your situation's changed quite a bit. This can be a great opportunity to make sure the money is directed exactly where you want to go after death because isn't that important? That's most likely how you got it if it's an inheritance. So you should be doing the same as well. And it's important to review your estate plan documents every couple of years anyways, but you should always review them after a major life event and and a windfall is definitely one of them. Like basically depending on the size, like it could could significantly change your estate. We've had some clients win, like not even win, sorry, inheritance and stuff. And like, we're talking like with proper planning, it was generational. There was uh, such a large sum of money. So it's just important to have that organized and make sure your estate plan reflects it. Your beneficiaries, all that stuff. You just got to make sure you take the time that everything still meets your wishes because now there's potentially a lot more money involved in your estate and that may change a few things. Ultimately, while the decision-free zone we spoke about initially means take a deep breath and park the money until you get things kind of figured out, dealing with a windfall, it takes careful thinking and long-term to understand your limits and and really keep you from overspending. It depends on the amount, right? You don't want to end up resenting, like, as I mentioned, this money or your choices down the road, but you do want to be happy and confident that your decisions with regards to it are, are helping everything, uh, as I just mentioned. So once again, the plan is very, very important. And uh, we, you just have to be have a plan that best utilizes the wealth. Like the options are endless. Like, as I mentioned, topping up retirement savings, maybe you purchase a cottage, cutting back on work, funding special projects, travel, all that stuff. Regardless of the choice, I'm just going to mention again, the sound financial planning on this is an absolute must. And that's it Patrice. So hopefully uh maybe you're caught maybe you get lucky and you win a lottery and uh, you can this.
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing my friend, but I was also thinking how am I going to reach Chris if I do win?
1: Yeah, well after all the excitement and everything else you can go to greenprivatewealth.com and go to the
0: contact page and contact me through that. Well, here's hoping some great inheritances or winning lottery tickets for folks and stay on top of Chris's podcast by hitting the follow or subscribe button. Let him know your thoughts too, and share with friends and family. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to The Ride, life, work, and wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation.